ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the world's worst podcast. Period. Ever. Ever. It's Right Sides Only. Thanks for tuning in once again. We've got all sorts of things to talk about today. What happened over the weekend and today, earlier this morning, at Dover. You know the you know the track was. Um, do you know where the uh, Dover got its name? Where? From the uh, the explorer. Um, his name was his name was Ben, and uh, they uh, stop stop <laughs> stop. They named the stop. whole no, city. No, okay, after we had a race today. There was supposed to be a race yesterday. It was today. I'm shutting you up, Turnpike. It was today. There, it was. There was rain. There was noon. a lot of rain. Yes, it was at noon. It was at noon. So plus. Gosh, so glad I moved the subject there. Um, <laughs> I'm just giving you a history list. Uh, I'm going to say it was named after the town. <laughs> okay. Dover, it's Delaware. In Dover, Delaware. All right. So let's get into it. So let's look at some of the winners from the weekend. Coincidentally, this weekend was a Toyota sweep. And also coincidentally... It was a great weekend to be driving the 19 car for Joe Gibbs Racing and have the last name of Truex. So, if you if any of those categories apply to you, then congratulations. You probably had a good weekend. Yeah, probably did. So, Corey Heim won the truck race. Ryan Truex won the Xfinity race on Saturday. And Martin won it today. So, good weekend for Toyota, good weekend for Joe Gibbs Racing, good weekend for everybody all around, and, uh, heck, I ain't got much to say about the, uh, the truck race and the Xfinity race. It was kind of cool to see somebody get their first win in a long time, but, hey, gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Did you watch any of the races? I was able to see highlights from Cup. Got it. So... Friday work. Saturday, we had a good time at Anderson. We'll talk more about that later. You're darn right. And uh, today I worked again. So I had to catch hey. highlights on my way to an errand in between work and coming down here. Yeah. But I, I was, will say the highlights. It was a good race. It looked surprisingly, good. Surprisingly, it was surprising. Well, I don't say surprisingly. You know, uh, Dover always Dover. puts in pretty good racing. It's, it's, it's never. If the package. When I watch Dover, it's never like, man, that was an awesome race. But it's also never like, man, that race stunk. It's always like a, it's on the, it's like upper echelon of good kind of thing. Where it's not great, but it's just, it's good. It was a good race. It was a fine race. Dover is an amazing track as long as you don't bring the 550 horsepower back. That was, I will say, that is the one time when Dover, in my opinion, had just unbearable racing. Um, it's just, there's that arrow and the lack of horsepower and everything just did not lend well to it. But I mean, this is an example of when you have a good amount of horsepower for the size track you have, it's good. If we give it some more horsepower, it'll be better. I genuinely think so. I would tend to agree. I mean, of course I'm... Um, your kind of whole thing where any time that we can add 
more horsepower, it's always going to be a good thing. So oh, absolutely. That's just how I feel. Um, I'm not just, just you. I'm promise. laughing because I was like, there's just a random Walmart receipt near me. And I was like, what is this? And then I'm starting to look at it. I'm like, P-R-T-Y-C-A-K-C-H-K. What does that stand for? It was when those party cake peeps were on sale, and I bought six boxes. <laughs> no, of you them. did not. Yeah, it was like the day after Easter. Six so every boxes? everything was fifty percent off. So I got a box of peeps. They were a dollar thirty six a piece, and that was a deal. Peeps are good, dude. Did I, did I let you try those party cake peeps? No. Holy snot, dude! Those are so good. They are so. <laughs> There's nothing so wrong good. with the original, though. There ain't nothing wrong with the original, but this is like incredible. It's it's just incredible. The party cake peeps are the Gen Four of peeps. What? Yes. <laughs> you knew that would get my attention. Yes. <laughs> it's like okay, it's gr- it's green. What buzzwords can I say? Um, Gen Four. Gen Four. Horsepower, short track. Short horsepower. Track. Uh. Taylor guitars every once in a while. Yeah, Taylor's Taylor's are very good. We need to get if you I one wasn't of, poor, we need to get you one. <laughs> I, I hopefully in the next year or two I can afford me a Taylor. You're young. I'm still using you, my you Yamaha. You play that Yamaha, and it's always been like, man, this is a really good guitar for the money. Mm-hmm. But as it's gotten older, I can tell that the action's starting to go. Yeah, starting to it's starting to get a little hard to play. I've was, got I've got to do some stuff to it. I was playing I it. I was playing it Sunday. It. But hey, the good thing about having a friend like me that has a bunch of guitars is you can borrow any of them anytime you want to. I know, so. I know that's open to me. So, yeah. Anyway, but I like that's a good guitar you got. We need to get that fixed. Yep. Anyway, so what do we want to talk about first? There's several things that we could talk about here. What What are you feeling, Mister Green? What are you feeling like, man? I really want to get this off my chest. Well, I would feel like you know hitting the brakes, slowing down a little bit, but uh, I'm gonna pull a Ross and just not do that. In the back of the 15 car, sending them up into the five. So they played the the whole meme about, you know, thank you, Ross. Oh, yeah. You know, well, they, they smashed so many watermelons that it single-handedly inflated the price of watermelons. Thanks, Ross. I'm here today to legitimately thank Ross Chastain. Thanks, Ross, for being a great driver. Thanks, Ross, for providing all of the most memorable moments from this season and last season. Thanks, Ross, for the iconic celebration. Thanks, Ross, for the only NASCAR moment that non-NASCAR fans have seen on ESPN, SportsCenter, anything in the last 10 years. Thank you, Ross Chastain, for securing my W this week in RSO Picks. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Ross Chastain, for helping me win the RSO Picks championship last year. With your, oh, he ain't going to make it past the round of 12. Okay, so we took that bet. That's a good point. So Without that one, What I'll... goes around comes around, my friend. What goes around comes around. But thank you, Ross. I want to say, I put a tweet out there today. I don't know if you saw it. Nope. But I did put a tweet, and it's a uh, kind of like a gotcha tweet where, where is it? Yeah. So it just says click here and points to the alt text that you have to click on. When you click on it, it says, As much as you might dislike Ross Chastain, you can't deny the excitement he brings to the product. He's the only non-wreck NASCAR moment that the general public knows, especially in the last 10 years. The sport is a better place with him behind the wheel. This isn't even a debate. Balop, balop, balop. That's how I feel. It's true. Like you, you can say what you want about the way he drives. Ross Chastain is very important. 
Ross, people don't want to admit it, but Ross Chastain is one of the main characters of NASCAR. Yeah. He's a guy that you cannot do NASCAR right now without Ross Chastain. I think he's someone like, and I'm not comparing him this way in drivability and results, and I'm saying this, I'll explain exactly what I mean by this. I think he's like Dale Earnhardt in the sense of he's wrecking people now and has a divided fan base now between love or hate. But down the road, when he's gone, hopefully that means retirement and not dead. But when he's gone, we're going to look back and be like, that man right there. Every time I still see the Hail Melon... I still get like excited, <laughs> like yeah. as, as weird as it sounds, because the Hail Melon he's a madman is one of the only, especially NASCAR moments in the last couple of years where I remember where I was and what I was doing when I watched that. Yeah, I'm not gonna share that story, but I remember exactly what I was doing. Did I not tell you that story? You probably did. But... I'm gonna cut this out, but it was. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, you shouldn't share that story. Yeah, I know. That's that's a pretty embarrassing story. So, anyway, I'm a big Ross guy. I like I mean, I'm sitting here with his first win diecast that I bought from Mead Motorsports plug. Mead. Plugging my guys M-E-A-D? at Mead. 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 They sell diecasts. They travel to like all the races. Oh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. probably bought from he's, them. He's 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 a buddy of mine and uh well, I say buddy. Like I'm a do they travel the country, or do yeah. they stay, like, southeast? I say, I say buddy. That's not entirely true. He's just an acquaintance. He just knows, because yeah. I've talked to him a bunch in Daytona. And, uh, yeah, so I bought the first Ross Chastain win, because I think this, if Ross keeps doing what he's doing and keeps winning, because I think he'll get That's a championship That's going to be worth some money. I think this one will be one that people want, the first career win. So I made sure to grab that. But I'm a huge Ross guy. I wasn't when he was in the 42. But now he's at Trackhouse. I love what Trackhouse is doing. Yeah. They've quickly become one of my favorite teams. Ross is I out there balling. I don't think you're alone in that. No. And that's, and that's great. But I, just, I was just thinking about this today. That if we took most popular driver polls amongst NASCAR fans. Ross Chastain's not at the top of the Ross list. Ross Chastain's not at the top of the list. But if we made a global poll where anyone could answer and you asked just a bunch of random people and you said hey who's your favorite driver in NASCAR they might say what was that guy that drove against the wall yeah I think that people don't understand that the only driver the only NASCAR moment that non-race fans have seen in the last little bit is the Hail Melon that was on SportsCenter that was all over Instagram Twitter People were retweeting it. It was it got millions of views. So I think if you could interview everyone in America and you said, hey, do you have a favorite NASCAR driver? Most of them would say no. But if you gave them an option, I think they'd be like, yeah, what was that guy that used the wall to, to do that that one time? Yeah. I think it'd be like three to one in favor of Ross Chastain, no, his abs- favorite driver. True story. Yeah. Very well may be, but... He's he's gonna be one that is remembered a lot more fondly than he has seen in the present. I I truly believe that. I don't I don't doubt that, but 
I think people are going to have to get over it. Now, I also understand. Who was it? Was it Brendan Poole? Yeah. I don't understand him being upset. Yeah, I, I do too, yeah. I understand Kyle Larson being upset. I can understand anyone in the field really being upset because uh, that's not... It's not a mistake that should really be happening. No, you shouldn't be doing that. Wasn't it on lap 81, too? It was, like, something, way early in the race. Like, like, no, there's no need. Now, that 15 car is going to go a lot slower than that one car. But that one car knows it. You know? You don't go behind the slowest car in the field. Sorry, Brendan. Sorry, Rick. And go your regular pace. You go the high line. Or you wait this one out and you get them on the next straight. You know, is what it is, I reckon. But what's another big thing that happened in the race? Um, It looked like very, like, just consistent side-by-side, able to get runs on the top and bottom. I say consistent side-by-side. They would get strung out, but you were able to work both lanes, you know? Yeah. And that's that's awesome to see from Dover because especially with that 550 package, there was one line. You could not pass. You got in line. With this package, it's it's good. Yep. Not saying there's not room for improvement. It looked good. Yeah, it would have been good to see Ryan Blaney win. That would have been cool to see Ryan Blaney win. We'll talk about who you picked in just a minute. Um. Yeah, so we had a funny moment a couple days ago when last week... I was like sitting here thinking about who I was going to pick for RSO picks, and I was like, "Man, I really want to go. I really want to go Alex Bowman. Ah, I better not. I'll go Kyle Larson." And I was like, "Oh man, dodged a bullet there, only to yeah. have my guy Ross inadvertently ruin my points." That's hilarious. So, yeah, that's funny. We were trying to oh, do this earlier. Do we want to comment on that at all? Um, Alex Bowman out. Yes, Alex Bowman is out. Had a really nasty dirt. What is that? Dirt sprint car. Yeah, wreck. That was bad. I thought the other guy looked like his wreck was worse, but I mean they're both equally bad. Well, I mean here's the thing that I think the thing that got him was that if you realize the last landing point of the car, it was a pretty abrupt to the ground. Yeah, and that's that's what gets your vertebrae. That's what yep. gets your back. Um, that's one of those things that's hard to prevent that kind of force. You know, so. I mean, you can cushion, you can make crush zones, you can make cushions. Yeah, that's the kind of one where it's like you can't really enforce, like, the area enough to... Exactly. ...to stop that. Um, I mean, and drivers are going to do what they want to do, and I really feel like driving other race cars is not going to do anything but help them. This is just one of those circumstances where it's racing. There's risk involved. It happens. And it sucks that Bowman's been hit by injury twice in two years. I mean, that's that's how it goes sometimes, especially with sprint cars. Uh, I dirt sprint midgets, all those, they're just so sketch to me. Like I I I cannot see how people can climb into those cars. That is, uh, yeah, those those are not something I would willingly be like, yeah, I'm going to go do that. Now, I will say, I've, I've, and I, I compare me driving stuff on iRacing all the time. I know that it's not completely true to what's going on, 
But the power behind those things, if they have them right in the sim, holy cow. If you have a thrill seek for going fast, feeling like you're going fast, and having to react very quickly, them suckers go. Yeah. Them suckers go really fast. And, I mean, if that's that's the itch he's trying to scratch, he's got it. But I, it's just there's so there's so much more risk in those things. I heard somebody commented. I don't know if it was Kyle Larson. Somebody says like sprint car racing is no more dangerous than super speedway racing. I genuinely disagree with that. How many dirt racing incidents have caused a death in the last ten years versus how many Cup Series races at Super Speedways have caused deaths, you know? I know of one or two deaths that have taken place in the last couple of years in dirt, sprint car, midget car, all that. We haven't had nothing in the Cup Series for over 20 years, you know? I don't think that comment stands its ground, but I do think these drivers should be allowed to, to race what they want to race. I don't know. Do you have any more real input on that? I mean... No. I <laughs> On that, uh, no, I really don't have a opinion on that. Um, Would it's you, not something I've ever thought about until you've just talked about it. I really don't care. Yeah. So, let's talk about... Okay, okay, so it has brought up the... It's once again reignited the whole should they be able to do this debate, yada, yada, yada. My opinion is still the same. You can't flip that switch on all the time and then try to turn it off. Yeah. They're going to do something. They're going to get hurt. Well, and especially it's in just, racing. just the matter of it. Yep. Like, if you were going to limit snowboarding or if you're going to limit just stuff that is inherently dangerous that's not the craft, that's a conversation for another day, in my opinion. It's a different conversation. To me, when it's racing that your driver wants to do, I feel like you have to let them do it, you know? I mean, it would it sucks to know that there are drivers that could be racing at local tracks who aren't because of their contract. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you, you were joking a few minutes ago, buzzwords for me, short tracks, local stuff. Yeah. You know how cool it would be to have Christopher Bell at Anderson at Hickory That'd be pretty cool now obviously those are asphalt races he's more of a dirt guy but the, the point stands it's the same exact thought process we want to see these cup guys racing these short track guys it, it brings attention to the short tracks it brings attention to the lower levels of the sport and not only that but they're bettering themselves as drivers while they're doing that and I feel like that's just I don't like the idea of blocking them from racing. Yeah. You as an employer, I guess, can make a call on other risky stuff. And technically, you can make a call on racing. There are teams that do. But I don't I don't think it's right. I think my opinion's kind of like what it was. I think it's a interpersonal thing between you and your team owner. If Joe Gibbs says, yes, you can, and Rick Hendrick says, no, you can't. See, I switched them. Yeah. Then that's then that's just how it is. Like, <laughs> to me, that's just how it is. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to, if you want to do all this stuff in your spare time, but you're, Hendrick won't let you do that, you're going to 
make a choice. Would you rather race for Hendrick? Or would you rather do stuff in your spare time? Yeah, I just personally, that that's I'd race for Hendrick. <laughs> yeah, I would too. I just hate that that's that's a corner they can be put in, and, and it's it's it, everyone has their ability to make stipulations in their contract on both sides. Of course. So, well, absolutely. Now, I wonder if we have Rick Hendrick start to move back to his old self after the last little bit. With this, you never can tell. Yeah. So. Which, that's a totally personal call on him, but yeah, that'll be up to Rick. I hope he does. And know. the board at Hendrick Motorsports. Let's talk about up something that is. <laughs> this is kind of controversial. Let's talk about something that is absolutely not controversial. There's nobody saying anything wrong about this. So it, the the news just came out, and it was it was it was a uh, very big deal, and I feel like we would be remiss not to talk about this. That um, our friends at the NASCAR Weekly Podcast and the Daily Downforce are sponsoring a race car at Darlington Raceway okay, here in just a couple weeks. I'm going to be there. Oh, yeah, you will be there. Yeah, we talked about that. Yep. I might go. I, I probably won't go, but uh, I'd like to go, but I just don't think. I'd like to go and like do like all the touristy stuff, stay like a whole weekend, which I'm not going to do. Yeah, I'm going to Charlotte that Saturday and going to Darlington Sunday. Sweet. I'm going to go see the Hall of Fame and stuff. The Hall of Fame's cool, man. We need to go back. Dude, they just that, put That time Cendrix, that me and you went was was fun. They so. put Cendric's 500 car in there. Oh, really? Yeah. Let's say I should take the, the die cast and get a picture with it. There you go. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. But, but it'll uh, be cool to see a next-gen. Yeah. I haven't seen a next-gen car yet in person. Have you not been to any? I haven't, you haven't been, been to a race. Bristol? You haven't been to nothing. No, I haven't. The man, last race I was at was... Um. Well, no, that was an Xfinity race. I guess it'd be twenty, twenty-one, uh, maybe Bristol Dirt. Yeah. Is that the last race? Was twenty the first Bristol Dirt race? First Bristol Dirt race. Man, I usually try while. to make it to at least one a year, but um. When you work for a church and you can't miss Sunday, it's kind of twenty twenty-two. I made it to Martinsville, but it was for Xfinity truck. Xfinity truck. So just figured that we would say like, Hey, like, <laughs> you know, those guys are buds and it's so cool to see them. No, that's awesome. have done this and it's such a big deal. <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, dude, that is so cool to go from guys that all started recording videos in your room to sponsoring, sponsoring a NASCAR a car. race car. Yeah. Now they're sponsoring the worst one, but that's not, <laughs> that's not for us to make a call. On. Exactly. No, it's, it's really cool. And I'm it's not jokes, picking yeah. at him. It's just, it's funny. It's I love to pick, fights at a BJ. Yeah, well. Also funny was Noah Gregson's haircut <laughs> that took over my Twitter for like three days. I need Noah to look Gregson's at this because you talked about it. Bowl uh, cut? Yeah, so apparently he and Austin Dillon had some kind of bet where he would get a bowl cut for a hundred bucks. For a hundred bucks? Yeah. Oh lord. Yeah, is that not terrible? He looks like a monk. Yeah, he kind of does with the <laughs> with the fryer haircut. Yeah, he does. It's <laughs> uh, funny. Yeah, it's the bowl cut, man. It's bad. Yeah, that's the point. Uh, <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I guess the guy wouldn't have paid hundred bucks to, for him to get a good haircut. But. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. So... About to say that was like the, those were like the only two things I was like really enjoying this week, other than the race was Noah Gregson haircut and 
them sponsoring your car. Also, without looking at the points, who's the points leader right now? Not for RSO picks. Who's the NASCAR Cup Series points leader? Seabell? Seabell's close. He's he's second by like three points. I don't know who is. Very consistent. It's the one car. Ross Chastain is currently is your really? NASCAR points leader. Not that it matters. Absolutely. Not that it matters, but hey, that, ma- that counts for something. Gosh, that ticks me off so bad. Counts for something. He's number one of the points right now, so it's working for him. He's something. Thanks, Ross. Yeah. Well, let's look at RSO picks while we're yeah, talking get about into it. Yeah. point standings. I had a great day. You did. It would have been great to see Ryan Blaney win. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> as I stated I earlier. Would have. Yeah. But as we said, Turnpike did not have a good day after Ross Chastain KO'd Brendan Poole into his pick. Kyle Larson, who ended up in 32nd, getting him a mere nine points. Still a better pick than Alex Bowman would have been. Ryan Blaney was my pick, finishing in third, getting me 38 points. That's going to bring our totals after Dover to green 275, Turnpike 242. That's a 33-point gap today. Pretty close. It's still close. It was. It's a lot closer than it was last year. When yeah, we 180,000 points. Yeah, but you still came back and win. You I did. Turd. I did. But that is... What, who, where are we going to next week? Kansas. Okay. Oh, dang it. Let's just go ahead and pick them. Let's just go ahead and pick them. Let's you just go ahead pick and, Let's just go ahead and pick Kansas. All right. We'll pick Kansas. You know what's funny is I can't even pick Josh Berry. Oh, yeah, because you already <laughs> used him. Because I used him on a week where he wasn't racing. Oops. Not that I wanted to for Kansas, but I just thought about that earlier. I was like, oh, I could pick Berry because he's not gonna be usable a lot of the time and i was like oh wait i did yeah and he wasn't usable oops oopsie there are people that i like think about picking from because they were good last year yeah and then realizing they're not really good this year yeah eric jones yeah that's true that's when i was like oh i could pick him and that'll be a good sleeper i was like oh wait never mind southern 500 and then do nothing yeah the whole team, all legacies. Well, and he was doing, year. yeah, he was doing good last year. They had like top ten finishes. They had speed last year. They ain't got no speed. They ain't this got year. no speed. Um. Well, Turnpike, who you got? You're first. I think he's gonna ride the momentum high, and I think Martin Truex Jr. is gonna have a great run. Okay. Throwing that out there. Well, you going with Martin Truex? I'll pick a big boy. You're picking a big boy. Pick a big one. Let's have a. Let's have a. Let's have a fest this week, dude. You go big. I'm going to go bigger with... I say go bigger. I'm really not going to go bigger. Just trying to find somebody pretty average this week. I don't want to use anybody up. Um, Boo. What a loser. I know. Um, Chris Busher. I'm going to pick him. I don't really have a good reason to. Uh, okay. I'm just getting him out of the way. I mean, go for it, I guess. Uh, he's one of those guys that I can use and feel like he'll get me a mediocre amount of points. And just that's I feel like we do that sometimes where we pick a guy that's like, I'm hoping for like a 20th place, and I'm hoping that yeah. your guy DNFs. Because, I mean, I, I need 
In all honesty, I need some better finishes, but we both do. Well, here's the thing: you've got some really good days, but then you have some really bad days. Yep. Like you have one, two, three. You have three top fives, but then you have one, two, three that are like out outside the top thirty. I just have a lot more consistency in like the teens, but I've only got two top fives, you know? So, but anyways, that is our picks for this weekend. Turnpike going with Martin Trex Jr. and Green picking Chris Busher. And yes, I did just talk about myself in the third person. Nice. Nice. So, we had a little bit of news come from um, an atom bomb. NASCAR has reportedly been talking to multiple media groups or setting up meetings with multiple media groups um, today and tomorrow because their um, exclusive negotiating time has ended with Fox and NBC. And it sounds like they may be putting together a summertime package for a digital company. I reworded that a little bit because I didn't want to pull it back up on my phone, but that's the general <laughs> gist of the tweet. And I think Hard it's a hitting good, journalism here, folks. I think it's a good move. Yeah, yeah. I, in all honesty, I want them to move towards a F1 TV style thing where you can just log into the app or have the NASCAR app and pay them to watch the races. But if we're not going to move towards that, then I think I think going to streaming is going to do nothing but but help overall, especially if we can build an audience on those streaming platforms. Um, I just think you got to be wise about where you go with it. And I don't even really have the answers of what wise and what's not wise. I just know that you got to find the right audience, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're going to have to do something, especially for everybody cutting cable. But yeah. what that thing is, I'm not sure. I'm not paying but for they gotta, cable. they got to do something. Yeah. I'm not paying for Smart. cable. I'm, I'm totally like, poaching my parents youtube tv account hey well anything else we want to talk about before we head out of here because i'm out of things to talk about i'm satisfied i said what i wanted to say yeah you said what you want to say let's talk a little bit about this past weekend because oh yeah what were we doing we were at anderson motor anderson speedway. motor speedway take three finally did it did not get rained out we had a thread of it for a little bit so no joke i literally like a week ago, I was like, oh, no, it might get rained out again. It's like 50% chance. Well, then by Wednesday, I was like, oh, never mind. It's went down to 0% chance. Everything's moved to Friday, which is awesome. That's great. I'm not down there Friday for practice. That ain't affected me. So, cool. Good deal. I'm going to not look at the forecast. And then we get to day of. I'm riding down there. I was like, ooh, there's 30% chance. Oh, but it ain't till like 10, 11 o'clock. We'll be done by then. That'll be the drive home. Then we get to about 4.30 on race day. And it's like 80% chance at 8 o'clock. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. Because green flag starts at 7. So we're like, we'll, we'll probably get through pure stocks and legends and all that. But then trucks may not get rained out. But DW's Racing Vortex played its part. Vortex theory. Yeah, it played its part this weekend, and we were dry until about 30 minutes after the final checkered flag had flown from my blistered hand. 
<laughs> yeah, you you were out there for so long. That's a good time though. I like doing that. But Southeast Tour limited late models and truck series are what we're flying this year and we're bringing on the weekly guys, which I really like. Like bringing on US Legends, Pure Stocks were the um local guys this week at Anderson. I I really like the show they put on together. The uh, street stocks too. They they were like having a really good show there at the end of it. Um, but with the late models, TJ Lawless is going to come home with the win, and with the trucks, Marty Ward. Let's just shout out to Marty Ward because not too long ago he had a heart attack, and um, consensus of the uh, night with the limiteds and the trucks is uh, my arm was waving a yellow flag for most of those races. That is true. And we started the truck race with 11 trucks and finished with four. Not even Benny Davis could make it out of that race unscathed. (laughs) And Marty Ward, that was a lot longer race than was planned for. And I went down there to hand him the checkered flag, and he was talking to one of his buddies who... Helps with the truck, and he's like, "Ooh, I'm that wore fire out of me, or something like that." Of course, of course, I'm like say something like that. Yeah, that's a very him thing to say. Yeah, and he he got through it, and he ran away with the victory. I say ran away. He had he had to fend some guys off. He also had to war of attrition. He had to make it to the end. Yeah, because up until about like eight to go, six to go, he was. He was. He had people all around him. He had to fight with that. We had lead changes all the time with the trucks. Like there was not a consistent. He led all the race. You know, there was a lot of fighting back and forth. And was he the one that early in the race something broke on his car? Maybe. I think something broke on his car. He went down a pit road. It was like a spring or something. A oh, shot might have been. Yeah. They went down there. He spun or something. And I will say, they, this can be a conversation that can go either way, depending on how you feel about it. Um, Jeff Myers with Southeast Super Trucks. If you have a problem with your truck, and we're not in a rush to go green, like we're not, even, I mean, we are pushing it for rain concerns. But if you can get it fixed in a couple laps while we're under yellow and you're not being lapped, He'll let you do it. Now, don't neglect that, because he'll throw the green. (laughs) But he does that for everybody. And he he does do it truly for everyone, which is the only reason it works. Yeah. And they let him fix the car, just like he let multiple others. There's three or four other trucks that need their trucks fixed. They fix their cars on their own cautions. Including the late model that went down pit road backwards. Uh, he, He was talked to. Yeah. He he had to come to Jesus meeting. Not a not a not a not a thing you should be doing on no, a basis. No, I, I'm glad I wasn't part of that conversation. Uh anyways, <laughs> there's a lot of action. There is there. I heard there is a fight. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> but um, but yeah, he fixed up his truck and he made it through the field, survived the race, and came out with a checkered flag. So. Very good race. Um, like I said, TJ Lawless win the late models and Marty Ward running away with the 
truck race win. Our next race is going to be Memorial Day weekend at the Anderson Motor Speedway again, barring any added scheduled dates. There's a chance. You never know. That's all we're going to say. There was there was very little weather-related stuff last year, and then this year it's been nonstop. On a totally unrelated note, we did have some friends of ours at Anderson Motor Speedway, and it was uh, Save Our Speedway. They were there. Yeah, they were. Greenville Pickens, who are trying to make up the money to rent the track for the year. And I know before they got there, they were about halfway there. And they did a 50-50 raffle. And one, I saw my dad with about 25 tickets. That sounds like your dad. Yeah. <laughs> and two, they had a bucket full. Like, it was a big plastic yeah. tub. And it was about halfway full of tickets. So I hope that that got them a good ways um, on their on their venture there. But Did I tell you the funny story about uh, your dad and brother at the racetrack? What'd they do? So they thought... It was me sitting at the table when I was up getting my stuff clean. So your brother comes up and like smacks the guy sitting at the table, and it wasn't me. <laughs> or he didn't smack. He did like he like yelled at him or something. I forget what he did. But he, they're like, "Oh, sorry, you're not who we thought you were." And I was like up here, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm up here. <laughs> hey, stupid's up hey, here. Stupid. I'm up here. Stupid." <laughs> no, it was, but, it was funny. It was funny. So, but those guys, it's. When we saw during the offseason that Greenville Pickens might be going away, that kind of hurt my heart to see. I want to see that place thrive. Um, And under current ownership, it's not doing that. Um, There's a good chance that the property could be sold still. Um, So there, there is groups out there trying to make sure Greenville Pickens gets historical protection, just like Hickory does. And, And you have the Save Our Speedway Guys, just trying to get another season of racing going there. And really good to see that much effort being put in. Really great people. Um, hopefully we see them at some point during this season. But, of, course. of course. Well, that is everything that I wanted to talk about. It's probably most of the things you want to talk about. Yeah. And, well, of course, after we hit record or stop recording, there's going to be something that's like, oh, man, I'm going to talk about that. That's just how it goes with us. So I bet TV ratings are going to be down. I mean, yeah, Monday Alex noon. Bowman, Alex Bo- the Alex Bowman effect, the Alex Bowman effect. Do you see that when he was like, "When are they going to when?" So when are they going to do my commercial? I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. That was good. Yeah, I appreciated that. Anyway, this has been another episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast, Right Sides Only. Be sure to hit the follow on whatever you're listening. If you're on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts, or maybe you're listening on YouTube now. We're trying to do that a little bit more. Oh, I need to remember to post those. Yeah. <laughs> I'm doing, a, I think I'm like two for five. Hey. But we're trying, we're trying. Trying to get used to, trying to post as many places as we can. Be sure to like, follow, subscribe. Leave us a rating on Spotify, if you'd like, if you feel so inclined. And they and can leave uh, us a rating on Apple Podcasts, too. They can. Unless you're biased towards Spotify. I mean, we just have most most of our listeners come from Spotify. Uh, I Spotify. thought they were about even split. They were, and then it got to a lot more Spotify. Did it really? Yeah. Hold well, on it, a it might have changed because views were up, and then you know you go through you Ups go through swings else. where you get good views, and then it goes away, and then you come back, and yeah. Th- oh, it's actually dead even. It's actually dead even again. 
See, I told you. Dead even again. 6% of our geographic viewers come from the UK. What? We have more people that listen in Britain than we do Canada. That doesn't make sense. That's kind of wild. They don't even have rights to show NASCAR. There, are, You can watch it over there. Can you? It's through different sports providers, but yeah. Yeah? Yep. Huh. Who'd have thunk it? It's the international. It's the international stuff that they send out. Yeah. Like, I forget who it was, but a buddy of mine was watching, like, an Arabic NASCAR stream. Yeah. Like, illegally being streamed in Arabic. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, it happens, dude. It's the international. They hijack the international stream and just throw it up somewhere. That's really cool. It is wild. So, anyway. I would like to watch some of the international series. Yeah. I want to see some NASCAR. Do you know where to watch NASCAR Euro? I usually just watch it on YouTube. About it just, just watch after. it on YouTube, yep. I'd like to figure out where I can watch that. The race is just as good whether it's the replay or the live thing. So That's a good point. Hey, so there you go. That's a good point. Anyway, that's going to do it. We'll see you guys next week. So tune in after Kansas. Is there an English broadcast of the Mexico series? There should be. I would assume. I would hope. That'd or be I cool. Can, if you want to, we can just throw it on there and I, or can, I can commentate I'm going to be honest. I want to see all those because I feel like those are a lot more they're a lot less corporate than American NASCAR has to be Yeah, and the cars are usually a lot better sorry I'll stop going on and on I'm tired and I'm yeah, I'm just kind of going I'm about to pass out so yep. I'm gonna hit the hay so anyway we'll what see you guys you? next week on another episode of the world's worst NASCAR podcast we've Until never then, seen them before and we won't see them next week we'll see you later well not see you though yeah we will um, it's the new 4D technology. Why are we seeing them, though? Also, that was a weird pick of shirt guy. Probably don't wear that shirt again. Yeah. We see you. Stop picking your nose while you're listening to the podcast. Gum it. Anyway, you didn't stop. We'll see you next week. Just went right through that stop sign. Amen. <laughs>